0: Hey, it's golfballspodcast.com, episode 37. Before we get to the episode, I have to give Ben a call. We're doing things remote right now, Um, you know, social distancing and all that. So before we get to that, we just wanna remind you that we have affiliate partnerships with some awesome companies. What that means is we have these banners on our website, golfballspodcast.com backslash golf shop. When you click the banners, it qualifies you for exclusive deals, and it also gets us a commission when you buy stuff. Right now, we have deals from Garmin, like GPS watches. You have custom golf clubs from Ben Hogan Golf, Pine Meadow Golf. Also, Budget Golf, Vice Golf Balls, Foot Joy, and Worldwide Golf Shops. Now, Worldwide Golf Shops is this giant collection of golf retailers give you the best deals available. So go over to golfballspodcast.com right now and check it out. Calling Ben right now. Get episode 37, recorded can't wait this will be
1: really fun
0: hello hello Hello. is this
1: benjamin this is ben (laughs) hameen
0: yo 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 what's up we're doing remote again so what's going on with you
1: nothing just in a secret location a bunker i can't discuss if i say any more, my life will be in danger
0: a roadside motel someplace perhaps
1: I can't divulge any more information. I've been sworn to secrecy, Chris. Just you asking question puts you and everyone you know in grave danger.
0: I guess we'll just have to talk about golf.
1: I can still play golf, though. You can. They can't tell you where I am. You Why not? Just not with me. So just, yeah.
0: this is gonna be great. Episode thirty-seven, man. No matter what happens, Golf Balls Podcast is here for the listener. We can. Make them laugh, make them cry, make them think. I'm just chilling. I've been playing golf a lot lately. Did
1: you play golf today?
0: No, because I had plans with somebody and then we couldn't play. And then I fell asleep. I got a haircut. A lot of things happened today. Just wasn't possible. But the game has been spot on for like three or four holes in a row. And then the wheels come off. Same story every week. It's like three weeks in a row, I think. I've, I've said the same exact story. But, you know, like I've actually have I have a par. I've played three rounds of nine holes the last two weeks, and I have a par in each one. That's a world record for Chris Daniels.
1: I played over the weekend. I played Sunday morning at the Cape Club down in Falmouth, Massachusetts, and it was it was definitely I think one of the top five courses I've ever played, maybe even top three. The place was beautiful. You're a Cape Cod well. guy.
0: You're a Cape Cod guy, so you're always down the like, all the people around here say, I'm going down the Cape. Except, uh, unless you live on the Cape, no one ever says that. But the people that, like, think it's cool, they go, I'm going down the Cape.
1: The only people who seem to think it's cool are the people that don't live down there year-round. All the year-rounders get real. I think they just get uh, a little annoyed at the influx by the end of the summer. But, but the golf course was in great shape. Uh, I can't wait to play again. It was a little... A little on the pricier side, but the price includes cart and range balls, which I think that every round of golf should include Include range balls if the range is available. You
0: have to get those bad you shots know. out of the way first.
1: That's what I'm saying, to get those breakfast balls out of the way, or you get all your good balls out of the way.
0: It all depends on what day it is. But so now Sorry. that we're getting into, we're almost we're halfway through September, so we're going to be in really in the autumn now is, does the Cape get less crowded, so you'll be able to get down there because you have family down there, so you get to go down there year-round. But in the winter time, you can't play. But during the fall, is it better to play down there, like less crowded?
1: So I, when I when I lived down there, I, I wasn't big into golf. But the only thing I can say about the Cape is that they don't have the amount of golf courses, and they have some that are, you know, so that always that already shrinks down the availability so but hopefully i mean every the summer is always busier all the time so once the fall hits and i'm a fall golf guy i love fall golf so if i get down there again uh before it gets too cold i'm sure that i will get in at least 36 holes and uh hopefully get below that century mark and stay below the century mark
0: so when you play when you play in the fall in new england do you apply the unofficial rule of new england golf the New England leaf rule. Are you familiar um, with this rule?
1: No, I've never heard of this rule, and I, I almost want to think that you make it up, but go ahead, I'll let no, you know.
0: No, up. it was taught to me by another mediocre golfer, but as you know, the leaves will turn color very soon. There'll be reds and oranges and everything, and then the leaves fall off the trees, and some of the... Um, I don't want to say... The municipal courses don't always blow all the leaves off the course, so you drive your ball and you can't find it. You know you put it in the center of the fairway, but there's leaves everywhere you can't find your ball. It's The USGA has not ruled on this yet, but you're allowed a free drop if you can't find your ball under the leaves. You don't play with that rule? I play with that rule. Free drop.
1: I, uh, I 100% believe that you play with that rule, but I, I've never played with that rule. Um... Maybe I'll have to institute it now that it's uh, now that it's available now it's around. I mean, if, I guess if you, if you know for sure, if you saw it come down in the fairway and you can't find it, I, I would have to say yes. I don't know how often I played with you before. I don't know how often you'll be able to institute that rule.
0: We're gonna play in the fall this this year, and you're gonna see it happens. Yeah, at least three what, times
1: what around. I, no, I, you hitting you getting it in the fairway happens three times around. Is that what you're telling me?
0: Something like that. Hey, we have some hot golf takes. Let's get to episode 37. Golf Balls Podcast. Episode 37 right now.
1: From the golfballspodcast.com studios, it's Golf Balls Podcast with Ben Friend. All right. Well, way to ruin the show. And Chris
0: Daniels. Daniels, smash. All right. It's Golf Balls Podcast. Episode 37. It's Chris Daniels. Ben Friend is in the underscore... Undisclosed undisclosed golfballspodcast.com secret bunker, and I'm in the golfballspodcast.com studios, and uh, I don't know, Ben's been playing a lot, but I thought it would be fun this week, because I don't know I, I thought this would be the first week we would have no podcast, but Ben texted me late today, he said, hey, let's do it, so we're doing it. So I thought it was some hot golf takes. So we had kind of a weird season, so I thought it was a, a good time for us to kind of pump the brakes and revisit this weird PGA golf season that just ended last weekend or like two weekends ago with the uh, tour championship and kind of see where we're going and where we came from since this whole COVID thing started in March. Are you there, Ben Friend?
1: I'm I'm here. I'm patiently awaiting your hot takes, and I'm excited to see where you're going to take me today.
0: I didn't tell you, I kind of gave you a hint, but I didn't really get into details in the text because I wanted this to be a surprise to get your natural reaction to my ideas. So I got, I don't know what golf magazine it was, but on the cover there was Tiger Woods. I started looking at it and it wasn't like, you know, Tiger's like dominating right now. He's been the big thing for like 23 years, right? Since like the late nineties, no matter who is playing their best golf, it never seems to be good enough for the golf media compared to Tiger Woods. Now, I think Tiger's great. And I love, he creates some, he still has it in him to make some great moments. But, Ben Friend, how can people on the tour right now compete with that? There's still great golfers playing right now. But why is it always we go back? It, it would be like if you're a football fan and you're watching football right now and there's some great players and it's entertaining, but you can't get over Johnny Unitas. You know what I mean? Like, you're always looking back to like Joe Montana and you, the game has never evolved since he played. So, I think the same thing's happening in golf. Tiger is not Tiger anymore. He's probably, mm, probably should be playing on the Tour of Champions right now, right? So, how come people can't let go of Tiger of 15 to 20 years ago? What is it that's happening? Why can't we move on?
1: I think the difference between Tiger and his prime and the, everyone else in their prime is everyone else in their prime are great golfers. Tiger was the most dominant golfer of all time and it might have it might have been uh for a lack of you know he was amazing but I don't think the depth the talent pool was as deep as it is nowadays the the way the um the equipment is and and that changes the game a little bit but I, I gotta say the talent pool is super deep every week every year there seems to be another guy that seems to catch that the difference is that tiger did it year after year for so long and he's still playing now and people still see him with that beautiful swing and he still has it if he could put it if he could put it together for a couple of good days together he could win it to another tournament and until he finally crosses over to the tour of champions people are going to be hoping it was like when jordan came back and he was playing for the wizards you know people knew that he wasn't the same jordan but they were still rooting and you still have the Jordan hardcore guys, it's going to be the same way with Tiger forever. Tiger was the most, he was the Gretzky of golf. He was the most dominant golfer, I think, of all time. Uh, he, If he didn't have those couple of years where he was hurt, or he was a little off track, who knows where his numbers would be. But if you look back through it, he beat, he not only won, but he won by a lot of strokes. He was a lot better than everyone else out there at their best back then. So. Checkers
0: and Chess, he was, and he didn't have the level of competition like right now. Tiger Woods was coming of age right now. He was 23 years old right now. And he was coming up and, and the rest of the pool is the same. Do you think Tiger Woods is Tiger Woods in 20
1: Tiger at his peak, I don't think his numbers would be as good, but I think he would still be the best of the crop if he if he was in his prime and he played with DJ and JT and more and all the guys that are, you know, out there playing very well now. Uh, I think he would still be the man. I don't think he would be maybe, I don't think the numbers would be as dominant over that time. You know,
0: the wins. You Phil mean, like he, he, no. would, he wouldn't have as many wins. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, he wouldn't have as many wins. You know, and I think over that time, Phil Mickelson was probably the second best player during Tigers prime. And then it was who after that. And, and and Mickelson didn't. He won, but there was a big jump from a big drop from one to two. I don't think it would be as big of a drop from one to two now if Tiger was in his prime now with the the current field.
0: Yeah, Tiger hit a weird time where there was a lot of guys at the at the at the uh, sunset of their career, like they were on the downslope heading to the tour of champions or the senior tour, like Fuzzy Zeller and all those guys, like they were past their prime, and then the rest of these guys hadn't even started playing. They were inspired by Tiger. So Tiger kind of filled in that gap between all those guys that, I don't know, the Nicholson, not Nicholson, those was Nicholas and Palmer. Then there was this group of people that are kind of middlings, and Tiger got in at the end of their career. And then all these other guys saw Tiger play and were inspired by it, and they're just incredible golfers. And those are the ones that are hitting their prime right now. So I think Tiger filled in that gap. So I think he he was kind of like a... Like timing's everything, you know.
1: Well, Tiger, Tiger also revolutionized golf. I mean, look at the style that was golf before Tiger and even early Tiger with big baggy clothes, and and it wasn't cool to be a golfer yet. I when I was, I remember Tiger coming on. And that was a formidable age, and a lot of the guys on the tour now, and a lot of guys that we play with, they all, you know, Tiger was a big influence on the popularity of golf. That's the other thing is. Tiger's not going anywhere because the mass amounts of kids that became adults as his career went on are now, you know, the influencers. You know, guys like us. We we grew up watching Tiger. We're always gonna have that, you know, that love of watching the guy we knew. The guys that the guys that watched Nicholas and Palmer and Ben Hogan, they're all you know, and they didn't get to see Tiger as much, maybe they're still gonna be purist. You're always gonna you're always gonna think, you know, the guy that you saw in your prime and their prime, and it's going to be the best guy. So Tiger was huge for golf. He's always going to be huge for golf. He's synonymous with greatness in golf. He's the greatest golfer of all time, and it's going. I think it's going to be a – I don't know if anyone will ever dominate the way that he did there for that stretch. He was, he was winning a lot and winning by a lot, and he was just – he was the man. He was one of the most popular human beings on the planet. He still is.
0: I think you're right. Like, I started playing in like 98, and that was a year after he really came on the scene. And I really, I still get excited on a Sunday when I see him wearing the red top and black pants. If you see Tiger Woods in that outfit, it's ga- like the game's on. He doesn't put yeah. that on by accident, he doesn't wear that on Thursday. Like, the black pants, red shirt, they come out on Sunday morning, and if you're in the lead and he's. Within 10 strokes, I think you got to sweat it. I mean, even now, I think you have to sweat it out a little bit. But what's funny is you just brought that up, like um, how Tiger revolutionized the game. We're going to move on to my next take because you tied it in perfectly. Perfect segue, Ben Friend. I was kind of looking at different things and revisiting the past PGA Tour season, and uh, a lot of weird stuff happened. Like, it all came back together. Was it like in the early summer, the tour started up again? There was huge predictions. The golf media went crazy over some people. And so I was kind of doing some research before I talked to you tonight. One of the takes I saw, which was a prediction back in like May, June, and July, I don't know, whenever they started the tour back up again. Now, let's see if this prediction from the major golf media, not Golf Falls Podcast, but like the Golf Channel and magazines and all these things, Bryson DeChambeau is going to revolutionize the game of golf just like Tiger Woods did in the late 90s. Did this prediction hold up throughout the rest of the tour season?
1: Not even close. I I thought Bryson was going to blow things up early on in the season. He was the talk of the town, and he was hitting the ball further than anyone else, and he was huge, and everything was going to be different, and people were complaining about distances. We were talking about it. He... He showed what his dis. I think all that showed was that he still has a lot of growing to do within his game.
0: He can't grow much more into those shirts, though. He's gonna need to size up, man. His uh, his arms gonna rip just, the sleeves, man. It
1: just goes. It showed, It doesn't matter, man. You can hit the ball four hundred yards, but if you can't hit it four yards or forty yards, then you're not gonna do. You're not gonna go far. You're gonna be. You're gonna be able to finish and make some money, maybe win here and there. But you're not gonna be the dominant guy that uh, that puts the fear into everyone on. On Saturday and Sunday,
0: a four hundred yard drive and a six inch putt mean the same thing on the scorecard. Still, a broke, so,
1: yeah.
0: but if just think back, that was only a few months ago. That and we were sitting here talking about it, and he and they were just like the people on the Golf Channel, oh, talking about his diet. Well, no, he, he, in three, it's it's totally plausible that a, a, a professional athlete can gain forty pounds of muscle by eating chicken and um, shakes and my quotation fingers in the air, and drinking lots of protein shakes and lifting. I mean, have you ever watched Mark Wahlberg on Instagram? He eats four breakfasts. He starts lifting at, I don't know, like 3 o'clock in the morning, and he weighs 150 pounds, and he's ripped. So I don't understand. I mean, just to gain 40 pounds of muscle in three months, and Mark Wahlberg's been doing this for like 20 years. I mean, this is his life. So I don't understand. I don't know. I just I uh, I still think there's something fishy going on, but he did not. I I didn't believe it then. I did not believe I. I'm like, how how are we gonna sit here and say that, that this guy is gonna revolutionize the game like Tiger Woods? I mean Tiger Woods, like we talked about a, a few minutes ago, changed everything. Like basically, two generations of people are playing golf because Tiger Woods played professional golf. So Bryson Ch- T. Shembo, there's no. Ten-year-old kid going, oh, I'm going to be like that. I mean, that's what was happening. That's what you're seeing right now. I mean, I, I think that prediction was way off, and it's kind of it was kind of fun to watch the season kind of play out and watch that he's not going to hold up, and the scores aren't going to happen, and he's not going to just dominate. There's not going to be like like you were talking about with Tiger. It's not Bryson DeChambeau twenty strokes ahead of everybody every week, and maybe it's the 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 parity on the tour, like. We talk about it all the time, how anybody can win every week. There's like 20 guys that can win every week. So, it's kind of fun to watch that not pan out. And I kind of got happy because I really, as he said, it's like some people, you just don't want to hear them talk. Like, just play. Once he opened his mouth, I was kind of like, mm. And Tiger's not the like, most likable guy either when he was younger. I mean, he, I think he's more likable now that he has kids and he's a little more humble. But I don't know, man. Ugh. But that prediction fell by the wayside, and it gives me great pleasure to have been ahead of the curve compared to the Golf Channel and all the magazines that come in my mailbox every month, because I was getting really, really tired of it.
1: I agree.
0: <laughs> Did I put Ben Friend to sleep? I love you. No, I Gee, was, you know, I was I don't have a, No, you're... I bring it, dude. Were, I'm bringing it.
1: God. Yeah, you were flowing. You were growing, so I was letting you go there, so... I I I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, I didn't think it just it he just he didn't last long. It was only if, it was only for the first couple of weeks of the season that he seemed to be playing well. I don't know if I don't know you know. And we're also so Brooks has also been hurt, and he was a he's a pretty solid he's a pretty big dude. I don't know if they're doing extras. I don't know anything about that stuff, but I just don't think it is conducive to play golf you know f- the four days the tournament four days and there you're practicing in between i don't think it's conducive to be a big ripped huge guy i think there's a certain way that you work out there's a certain way that you treat your body there was a time where tiger said that he worked out too much he was running a S- x amount of miles uh, as well as training and weightlifting and everything and it just it the two don't go hand in hand, and Bryson had some short-term success with that approach. But I think he's gonna. I, I think next year, I think he's gonna come back a little bit smaller. I think his game, his short game, will definitely get some attention when he get. You know, whenever that the break happened, but it's just not. It doesn't work out for guys to come out and uh, week after week being being overly really huge you don't i don't think you need it on a golf course i think you know how to you have to know how to hit the ball you need to know what your strengths are and you need to sharpen up the rough edges of your game
0: okay here's another take so in i think it was march whenever the tour shut down your man rory was ranked number one and then when they came back from the break it was like an entirely different season right dj came out Out of nowhere, like the number one world ranking doesn't really change, like flip like that, and all of a sudden, it was like two different seasons. So, what do you attribute to that? Because your your boy Rory McIlroy fell by the wayside.
1: So I, I just don't know how competitive he is anymore. You know, I think he's one of those guys. I think he had success early. I think his, I think he's in a different mindset right now. I think, he ca- I think he could win if he focused and put in the amount of time that maybe everyone else is playing. We know that he has a new addition to the family. And sometimes, you know, all that money and you get all that success, you can't, if he did it week in and week out, then he would be, you know, Tiger in his prime. And it just goes to show that, I mean, he's not playing terribly, but he's also just not the same. And then we've seen other guys go up and down. I don't think he'll go much further down than he is now. Uh, you know, his natural talent, his abilities will keep him in that top ten range until he, until he gets back into it. Maybe until he finds something that lights him up a little, and he he'll go on another couple year tear where he's winning more than everyone else. Um, I don't see anything mechanically wrong. He just he just doesn't seem focused, and it's been a weird year. You got to give everyone a pass on 2020. 2020 has been. An absolute S show. Um, it's just some guys have found a way to play through it. Maybe Rory misses the crowds. I don't know. But um, free pass for 2020. He's not thinking about golf as much. It happens. DJ came on. Ron was number one for a, a little bit there. I think JT got it at one week. There's just a lot of parody. And some guys are just thriving right now. DJ is playing lights out. So it happens.
0: Ben, I am glad that you came on with me on Golf Balls Podcast from the top-secret golfballspodcast.com bunker. Thank you for having me. It costs a fortune in affiliate advertising to get that bunker
1: for you. That's nice. I appreciate it.
0: Is it nice? Is there canned goods?
1: No, I have 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 my own little sous chef.
0: A little sous chef.
1: Yeah, she's
0: great. (laughs) And there's plenty of greenery. In the bunker, I, I put a, like, uh, what do you call those things? Uh, hydroponics in the back, so you good to go and everything's good?
1: Yeah, there seems to be plenty of Gatorade, plenty of salad, and the sous chef is on retainer via affiliate money. So I'm going to go and enjoy the rest of my evening. And uh, episode 37 in the books, uh, U.S. Open this weekend. You're going to be watching. Who do you like?
0: I'm going to stay with Patrick Reed.
1: Right, Despite well,
0: your memes, I saw the meme yeah, passive aggressive I'm gonna, memes. Fine.
1: I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna throw another one up just because of your your answer. I don't know. I, I think, uh, I think DJ's been playing well, so I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Justin Thomas this weekend.
0: <laughs> All right, so DJ has no no shot. Patrick Reed one, and JT two.
1: Yeah, we'll go with JT. I can't pick more cow every week. I every, the, uh you're People him, listening will get bored. Yeah, exactly. Well, he, so. he
0: sent a postcard from the uh, US Open to the studio saying, please tell Ben, stop picking me.
1: Stop picking hey, me. Yeah, right? He needs someone else. So, so yeah, let's go with JT, and I don't know who you picked. I wasn't paying attention. but Patrick uh,
0: Reedman, every time.
1: Yeah, gross. All right. Well, way to ruin the show. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. My, my sous chef says dinner is ready, so I got to go anyway. All
0: right, Ben Friend. We'll talk to you soon. Golf Balls Podcast, episode 37, in the books. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Later, boys and girls.
0: Bye. Golfballspodcast.com.